the Nevis Achaim, we are learning about, again in the Prakim, Paragimel, we are learning about that learning Shalodishma, the way the Nevis Achaim explains it, isn't an Avera. It's a stage. It's a stage that a person needs in order to be able to get to Nishma. And uh, it could be a stage in development. There is a person, is a child, he begins learning Shalodishma and will eventually progress to being able to learn Nishma. And then that's the necessary steps that a person has to climb in order to get to the level of Nishma. And if that's the case, like we saw in the last year, the Nefesh Achaim explains to us, don't do anything to belittle or to negate the learning which is done Shalodishma. We talk Shalodishma Balishma. Because if a person continues to learn, he'll come to Nishma. And by stopping him, we're preventing somebody who could eventually come to Nishma. We mentioned last time the, the motif of Rechem Levivitz, the great Mashkech of Mir. And that is, the most important job for Mashkech is not to cause damage. If by preventing somebody now, who's doing whatever they're doing, even on a very low level, we may be preventing a future Godel. Because had this person continued to grow, he could have become something great. And therefore, says the Nefesh even Torah admits this on a basic level, on an elementary level, in a way which isn't ideal. We should never be mavazed that. Because a person can develop. And he'll get to the great heights. And he'll get to the great levels. And if we're going to interfere and stop him from what he's doing now, he'll never get there. And I want to elaborate on this point a bit more before we see the next point that the Nefesh Chaim brings. And that is, the Nefesh Chaim is coming here from his own understanding, his own concept of Nishma. We're going to see in Sharadal Bezer Hashem that how to define Nishma is really a very big machlekes. There were those who defined Nishma as in order to connect to Hashem. If that's the case, the point of learning Torah Yishma is that my intention in learning is the connection to Hashem. And if we're going to see the Nefesh HaChaim strongly disagrees with us. And he brings proof that that's not what the Torah had in mind or learning Yishma means. What the Nefesh HaChaim explains is that learning Yishma is Nishayim the Torah, which means to understand the Torah better. To understand the Torah properly, as much depth as possible, to know the Torah as well as possible, that's the feeling of the Shema, the Manah Torah, to know the Torah in the best possible way. Now, therefore, there's a second point of difference, of disagreement, and that is, what's the way to get to Nishma? Because if one understands Nishma to mean with Vakus, that the learning Torah should be an experience of feeling close to Hashem, then one needs to do things to work on building that basis of a feeling of closeness that the Torah will make him feel close to Hashem. And if that's the case, the proponents of that opinion held that a person first needs to work on the, so to speak, the, that concept of being able to feel connected, and then the learning will be an act of Vakus. And if a person doesn't feel inspired and doesn't feel connected, so according to them, learning isn't going to bring him to the feeling of dvekas, it's not going to connect him. 
Whereas according to Nefesh Achaim, the point of learning of Nishma isn't to feel dvekas. The point of learning Nishma is, is to understand the Torah. And if that's the case, this brings us to the second big Kiddush, and that is the way to get to that feeling of wanting to understand the Torah, is by learning Torah. Is by learning Torah. And therefore, even if right now, when a person's starting off, he's not particularly inspired to want to know the Torah, he may be being brought to the table to learn for some other motivation, for some other reason. But says Nefesh Achaim, it's always good that he's learning because Mitaich, the learning itself, you'll come to Nishma. Which means maybe what brought him to sit down and open up the Gemara was something else. But now that the Gemara is open and now he's reading it, and now he's trying to learn it, now he's trying to understand it. So now that's Nishma. He's now trying to know the Torah. He's now trying to understand the Torah. And if that's the case, the Nefesh Chaim explains the words of the Gemara very literally. A person should always learn Shlonishma. Not just when he's a child as a starting step. That will help him get to the level of Nishma as an adult. But no. Wherever he is, if, if he feels inspired now to learn because he wants to understand the Torah and he wants to learn more, that's great. And if not, so there will be some other reason that will make him start learning. Grab the other reason. Start learning. Because when a person starts to learn, then his mind starts to think about what he's learning. And he starts trying to understand it. That's Lishma. Mitoch Shlonishma Bolishma. And therefore, it's not just a once-in-a-life experience. Says in Shachayim, this can be a process a person goes through every single day. It brings me to learn in some other reason. But now that I'm learning, I'm going to drift into trying to think about what I'm learning. Now my mind becomes focused on, the, on what I'm trying to understand. And I'll come to Lishma. And therefore, he says, that even if it wasn't something that a person has now got to the level that all his learning is Lishma. And then he says, Vagamim Nir, Shakol Yimei Chayov, his whole life, Minu'ura, from his youth, Adzikna, until his old age, Ha'yizke Vashla Lishma. He still holds that he's not learning Lishma. Gam Kenat Ha'yiv Nenabe Kovent. You can't say, well, this guy never made it. He never got to Lishma. The fact that he's learning, even if it's Lishma, is a reason to respect him. Not to despise him for that, not to disparage him for that. Why? Because a person who was learning, he sat and he learned. It's inevitable, it's for sure, without doubt, that sometimes he was thinking of Nishma. Maybe his primary motivation was something else, but when he was sitting and learning, and he was trying to understand what he was learning, there were times that he was, he was learning in order to understand the Torah. The statement of Chazal, when he brought before, he calls a haftacha, it's a guarantee. And that is mitach shlonishma bolishma, guaranteed. From learning shlonishma, which a person, if he's learning, will get to the stage where he wants to understand what he's learning. That's called nishma. Ki doesn't mean that once a person touches on nishma, and now he learns in order to understand, and he's working and trying to explain that means he's now at the level that he'll always be there. Not necessarily. It could be he'll fall back against the level that he needs some other motivation to get him to start. But it means he did have the experience of Torah Nishma. And that's incredibly valuable. But any time that a person learns for a period of time, uninterrupted for a number of hours, even though normally the person started off without a Kavan Nishma, 
that in cause it built the Fsha class where you can't spill the Mzan Mulkavanar Sarishma. It's impossible. But during the amount of time that he's learning, there won't be some feeling of the Shma which creeps in as well. And not that the Shlishma is a bad thing. But he says it has the man of the Shma too. Because there was a certain part of the learning, a certain element which was the Shma. And I listened to his Khidish. Everything he learned before the Shlalishma is elevated, is purified by the, by the learning Nishma until there's a few moments interspersed in his life. So once again, if Nishma means a feeling of connection, it's not guaranteed that's going to happen. But if Nishma means a feeling of wanting to understand, then a person sitting and learning you know, not just dreaming off and not just reading words, he's trying to learn, and he's going to try and understand. Those moments, those times where he's focused on learning, wanting to understand the Torah, that's the, the, those are the times he's learning the Shema. And he says that's Maile and Makadesh and Matari the rest of his learning. Now that needs explanation. What does it mean it has to be Makadesh the rest of his learning? We learn the Shema, the Shema, we learn not the Shema, not the Shema. Why does the one need to, so to speak, justify the other one? That's not one question. The other question I want to ask, maybe this is a more fundamental question, and that is, we know Nevi'shachayim himself says something different. Nevi'shachayim himself commenting on the Mishnah at the beginning of the sixth paragraph of Prince Avos, when the Mishnah says, "Amar Bimeh, Kol Alayim Tari Nishma Zaychad Dorin Harbe," a person who learns Nishma inherits tremendous gifts, tremendous Yachad Nishma. And besides for that, he's called a raya and a ahu, and he loves Hashem and loves people, and a whole lot of other praises given to a person who learns Tarah Nishma. And the Nefesh Chaim writes it, that if a person thinks he's on the level of learning Tarah Nishma, Hatan Rabbi Meir Makfishen. The Tan Rabbi Meir is, is, uh, disagrees with him. Why? Because the Tan Rabbi Meir says that if a person is Tarah Nishma, he's going to be zaykhah to this whole list of brachas. And if this person wasn't zaykh to all these brachas, then it must be he wasn't learning nishma. Well, that's the case. It seems like learning Tarah nishma is something for the select few. You have this ability to learn in this high level of Tarah nishma. But for the Nefesh Chaim is saying, Tarah nishma means wanting to understand what I'm learning. So then it doesn't look like something which is out of reach. We try and understand when we learn. And if that's the case, where are these Varim Harbe? Why aren't we Zaykhah to all these many things like that, that he talks about? So, it's a good question, and it's maybe is the place, the time to talk about a very important principle. And I want to present the principle from another Gemara. The Gemara says in Neda and the Fagilam with base that the Chachmel Alexandria asked Rabbi Yeshua, Mayas Adam Vayechkan, what should a person do to become wise? Rabbi Yeshua's answer was, Yarabi Yeshua, we might be scared. So then, don't waste time doing other things. Don't, go, don't spend time on business. Focus just on your own. Amrullahi, Harabi also came below all the other. A lot of people tried that and it didn't work. So Rabbi Shur says, Ah, it's not enough just to say that. You also have to daven. Chachma comes from Hashem. You can daven to him for Chachma. 
And the Gemara says, but come out from the hobby, one without the other doesn't work. So now I want to ask you the question. And it's something that worries me for a long time. So why did Rabbi share withhold information? In the beginning, they asked him a question, and he didn't give them good advice. If we need Torah and Tefillah, and that's the only way it's going to work, like the Gemara itself says at the end, one or the other is not enough. So Rabbi Shreel misled them. Rabbi Shreel misled them. He told them that the way to become a Chacham is to still learn, and it's not true. It's not the way to become a Chacham. The way to become a Chacham is by just learning won't work. A person needs to learn and dub. Rabbi Shreel told them that a person needs to learn and dub. Questions are me for a long time. But then I noticed something in the Gemara. Let's go back to the Gemara's expression. Harbe also came, would also be done. A lot of people tried that and didn't work. Does that expression remind you of anything, Rabbi Say? Yes, exactly. It reminds us of the Gemara in Brachas. And the Gemara there says there was a machlaikas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Shimon Bayechai. Rabbi Shmuel held that a person should spend time learning, but also take off time to get a parnasa. A person can, so to speak, spend some of his time on uh, focused on uh, getting a parnasa too, tending his field, whatever the case may be, not just the name. And Rabbi Shimon answer argues, it says, If a person is going to distract himself from learning to do other things, his learning will be the same learning. Rather, learn with no interruptions, no distractions, nothing else, and And Rabbi Shem Bayechai was a living example of his own principle. He spent 13 years in a cave, uninterrupted Torah study, and Hashem took care of his needs. And the Gemara says, A lot of people translate Rabbi Shem Bayechai and they weren't able to do it. They weren't on the level to their total dedication to Torah. And what's the Gemara saying? So I want to share with you one last Gemara. The Gemara says in Shabbos that if a person is Isaac for Torah, he doesn't need to take off time for davening. Krishna, yes, because it's a derise if a person doesn't have to mafsik his learning to daven from Ezra. And now the Gemara says in Shabbos, who is the person that Chazal had in mind when they said a person who's involved in his learning doesn't have to take off time for Torah? Rabbi Shem Bayechai. We're talking about Rabbi Shem Bayechai. Rabbi Yechai says, people like myself, even though Rabbi Yechai was also sitting in the room, he says, since we take off other things too, we have to take off time for that. So, so far we see two pieces of the puzzle. We see that for a person who's learning without interruption, with complete focus. He doesn't need to daven. That was Rabbi Shem Yechai, who said that's the way to learn. Whereas a person who's learning without complete focus does need to daven. And if that's the case, we've already got the starting point of the answer. When they asked Rabbi Yeshua, what should a person do in order to become a Chacham, another Torah, so the first advice he gave them was to be like Rabbi Yechai. Which means, Ya Rabbi Yeshiva, be a mind for Don't do anything else. 
Just sit in that. Uninterrupted. Without stop, that's the way to get to ten. And it was only when they told them that Rabbim also came, but it didn't work. They weren't able to learn on that level of complete dedication and complete focus on learning. So that's the case. They want to learn like Rabbi Ishmael. And then Yeshua tells them. If that's the case, just like the Gemara says, if you massacre Christ, it means you have to massacre for Tfilah too. And therefore, you're not going to achieve in Torah without Tfilah. So now you're into Daven too. So Rabbi Ishmael didn't mislead them. There's two ways to learn. And he first tried the way, which was, let's say, the higher level. And when they told the Quran, he went to the second level. Right, now this brings me to my final point. My final Gemara. Why is it like that? Why is it like that? Why is a person who's learning with complete devotion, without distraction, part of from Davini? The Gemara says, Yispadu l'misha chachmu shaloi. As much as the person tries, Hashem has to give that wisdom. Hashem has to help him. Hashem has to show him. Hashem has to enlighten him. Why should he daven for that? So listen to an unbelievable Gemara. It's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. On the Pasuk, Nefesh Amel Amel Elay. A person who works, literally she works for him. Who's he preparing to? Say Chazal. It's referring to the Torah. Nefesh Amal is a Jew who's putting efforts, he's putting his heart and his time and his focus into learning Torah. So he's working on the Torah. I made a life, he, the Torah works for him. How does the Torah work for him? Says Rashi. Mechazeres Eitzel Koina. The Torah goes back to Hashem. Umechanenes Lafanov. And the Torah begs Hashem, the Galus Leitan Torah story. The Torah goes back to Hashem and begs Hashem, please Hashem, this person is working so hard to understand me. Open up his eyes. Show him, teach him. Reveal to him the depths of Torah. We see two fascinating things in this Gemara. Number one, the Torah is an entity which can daven. The Torah can go to Hashem and the Torah can beseech Hashem. There's obviously some spiritual koyach in the Torah which can which can, so to speak, daven. And we find in other places in Shas as well, that the Torah can go and talk to Hashem. That's one Kiddush. There's not the time to explain what that level of Ruchnis is, but it's something we should be aware of. But the second Kiddush, the Torah can't provide those answers. The Torah can't think, this person's working so hard to understand me, I'm going to reveal myself. It doesn't work like that. Ki Hashem yitin chachma. Only Hashem gives wisdom in Torah. And therefore, the best the Torah can do for a person is to daven on his behalf. Is to daven on his behalf. And now my last point. Who is the person that the Torah is inspired to go and daven for them? And the answer is, it's the nefesh omel. If it's a person that's omel, he's putting all his effort into the Torah. Then the Torah is inspired to go and daven on his behalf. And therefore, the rule is true. There's no hasaga in Torah without davening. There's no level a person can reach in Torah without davening because the Chachma comes from Hashem. And a person has to ask Hashem to impart in that Chachma. But the difference is if a person is, dav- is learning with that dedication, without interruption, with complete concentration, then there will be a tefillah for him. 
The Torah will be the one davening. The Torah will daven for him and he'll learn and he'll have both together. That's the one option. And it's only if a person isn't learning the whole time. And he needs to daven for himself. And then without his own davening, it's not going to work. That's one idea, a very beautiful idea in its own right. We don't want to get to with that. The story of Torah Nishma. Of course, we said, is it a very hard, high level? Or is it something very straightforward? You want to understand what you're learning. And the answer is, of course, it starts with the level that a person is the man of Torah. I want to understand what I'm learning. But the Koyach of Torah Nishma is that it unlocks the Siyat Nishma. And when it unlocks the Siyat Nishma, then a person zeichel at varim harbe. Why does it unlock the Siyat Nishma? Because when a person is Torah Nishma, that inspires the Torah to daven for him. This person is learning the Torah to know the Torah. So now the Torah wants to daven for that person to be successful. But for that, we need Ritzifus. The Nebuchadnezzar himself said that twice. A person is learning Bukfiyas. A person is to learn without stopping. With continually learning. Then the learning will come to a level of Nishma. Then we'll be with a complete focus of knowing what the Torah wants. And then the Rechaim explains this in more detail in his parish on that Mishnah, the Rechaim and Mishnah, the Aleph of Perik Vav of Perik Avos, where the Rabbi Meir says, And then Rechaim, in his parish, he tries to explain again what Nishma means. And he says that a person who gets to a level wanting to know the Torah, so it's something which is always on his mind. He's always trying to understand more and understand better and remember and clarify. And therefore, since it's betmidus, it's constant. He says here, ritzufim, it's constant. So then the person gets to a level of nishma, of wanting to know the Torah. Whereas if a person starts and stops and thinks about other things, and now he has to refocus on the Torah. So what's going to bring him back? Very often, it's nishma. Now that he's out of the sugya, he doesn't feel that same connection to wanting to understand. So something else has to make him come. It's only when he gets back into it, then he starts to get that want again to understand. Again, for a person, that's where he's holding, that's good. And he says those few moments of when wanting to learn and wanting to understand, already are makadish the rest of what he's doing. In other words, it already brings to some siyata dishmai. There is a certain amount of... Uh, of wanting to know the Torah, there's a certain amount that a person is going to get. But when we talk about a person's learning Torah Dishma, like Rabbi Meir meant, we're talking about a person who's learning Torah Dishma constantly. And then, that creates a, such a strong, uh, so to speak, filler from the Torah's point of view. That gives him said Dishma to be Zerchot to Zvarim Harbi. So, let's just remember what he said in the first part. Therefore, it's a process. And that is what brings a person to learn might be other things. When a person starts to learn, and now that he's actually in the learning, and now his mind shifts to trying to understand trying to understand what I'm learning. So then it's already starting in the Shema. And the longer a person learns for, and the more they takes up their mind, and the more they focused on it, the more the Shema there's going to be. And if a person doesn't stop, and he continues thinking about his learning, because he wants to understand, so then it maintains that lishma. <coughs> and then, the, the more it's 
the Mortzla Oila that a person is learning, the more that they'll have that Lishma and the Mela, that Kfiyas brings the rat, that starting point, the Lishma, brings to the Lishma, brings to the Seat Lishma, because it brings to the, the fact that the terror will start to die for the person, and then the person will be given Seat Lishma in his learning. And the Seat Lishma he gets in learning isn't the gain that he wanted to achieve for in the first place. It's that he understands so much more, and he understands so much better. And when a person gets woken up to that new understanding, and a person's horizons are expanded, and he knows so much more than he didn't, and he sees so much more than he didn't see in the first place. So that's going to push him to want to know even more, and to understand even more. And then if we get into a cycle, that the more he wants to know, the more he wants to know. The more he wants to know, the more the Seyad Dishmai Hashem will reveal more to him. The more it's revealed to him, the more it wakes up in him a desire to know even more than that. That's what we call Avastara. That's what we call Avastara. But the more it's a constant cycle, which repeats and gets stronger each time, then, and this is the point, the more it connects a person to the Torah. And then the more the Torah is inspired to daven for the person. And the more Siyad Dishma a person is going to get. That's the way to develop a higher level of Dishma. And it's true that every time a person learns and starts to, his mind starts to, 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 to focus on what he's learning, there's a certain element of Lishma. But it's not the same level as the person who's Zechel at Varim Harbe. There's one more point. And that is, this brings us to an understanding of a concept called Ahavas Torah. We ask for it, Chayim Shedehebo and Ahavas Torah. What is love of Torah? It's not a Dvekas. It's a love of knowledge. What I know makes me want to understand more. When I understand more, it makes me want to see things in a different light. Now I understand even more. And it's something which becomes more and more and more of a, of a fascination to a person. More and more and more something which takes up their minds, which takes up their thoughts. And the more they know, the more they want to know. That's the process of getting to Torah Lishma. And then again, this is the Yisrael of the Nefesh HaChayim. It's Lema'ana Torah. It's to know the Torah more. And it's not just in a cold intellectual way that's you know, I want to finish the safe, I want to make a seam on the shas. No. When I connect it and I understand and then I start to understand more, then it opens up in me a desire to know even more and to understand even more. That's what we call the the process, so to speak, of learning Nishma. And again, it doesn't mean that learning Shalishma is not Ratsu, isn't wanted by Hashem. It's a mitzvah and it is. And only is, is, is it Ratsu by Hashem, it's because Hashem also knows that that's the way, that, the only way a person will get to Nishma. And therefore, for sure, even if a person his whole life has never gotten there yet, he should still learn. Because in the learning he's doing, it's still a good thing he's doing. And if there's certain times when he feels a little bit of a sense of that connection, that's also of, to understanding, that's also a big thing. But the more it's bequeathed, then the more the more powerful that connection to Torah will be. And then the Chavetz the Chaznish, I'm sorry, in one of his letters, in his beautiful poetic style, tries to describe this. So the person who learns one hour without interruption, he starts to feel an interest more in his learning. And after two hours of interruption, he feels connected to it. And after three hours of interruption, he starts to like it. And after four hours, he can't imagine anything more better. And after five hours, the whole world doesn't make a difference to him as much as what he's learning. And he's explaining the same concept 
this so to speak, spiral effect of Halalim Bekviyas brings to the Shema, which brings to Avastar, which brings to the Shema, which brings to more Avastar, which brings to more Avastar, which brings to more Avastar. That's the ideal. That's the ideal. But the starting point, the starting point is to learn. Because it's the learning with itself which brings the person to the Shema. At any stage. And that's why he learns the Gemara. At all time. It will come by itself. Don't not learn because you don't think you're in the right mindset. Because you don't think you're on the level. Learn because the Torah itself has this effect.